I'm Neil Tambe, and this is Muscle Memory, a podcast that explores the decisions we don't think about much, but probably should. Here's today's episode, Put Down the Knife. In our kitchen, our knife block is right next to our standing mixer. And about two weeks ago, this became very relevant because I was making a cake with my son, Robert. And he was up on his step stool right by the standing mixer with me. And he went to go reach for a knife in the knife block pretty slowly, pretty casually. Said, nobody, sharp knife, you know, don't touch it, et cetera, et cetera, right? And then a couple of minutes later, maybe 30 seconds later, I guess, he goes in a lot more intentionally with a lot more speed, vigor uh, to go get another knife. And it's not like he he grabbed it and was waving it around or anything like that. He just kind of went for it. And preemptively, I, I had to intervene. And in my head, my head was screaming, danger, danger, danger. Got to get that away from my son. Because knife blocks are very dangerous things, right? With a, a two and a half year old. And so I definitely overreacted in retrospect. I pre- I raised my voice, I kind of lectured him, went from zero to 10 in half a second, and it was this involuntary response. It was purely a muscle memory decision. I had no conscious thought in how I reacted to that situation. And as I said, in retrospect, It was important for me to intervene, but I did not need to go from zero to 10 in half a second as if he was about to explode a grenade in our kitchen or something like that. And after a few days or after a few hours, it was mostly out of my mind until I was listening to a podcast while washing some dishes in the kitchen a few days later. And it was an episode of Hidden Brain, which is a national public radio podcast hosted by a gentleman named Shankar Vedantham. And this episode was about implicit bias. And there were a lot of interesting stories and studies that were revealed. Basically, this is a social science and psychology research podcast that tells stories around concepts that are studied in psychology research. It's really great, especially if you're into anything related to psychology. And one of the the takeaways that stuck out to me were, were, were two studies. One was trying to determine a link between why some places have police violence and shootings at higher rates than others. And what the study found was different scores of a community in aggregate on the implicit attitudes test, which is a a test of implicit bias that was developed at Harvard University or is administered by Harvard University, I should say. Basically, even regardless of what the police officer's score was for implicit attitudes, and they were not measuring the police's implicit bias, they were measuring the community's implicit bias, communities with higher implicit bias had a higher likelihood of having police violence where police would injure, kill citizens, something along those lines, which is crazy because you can measure a community and then determine some predictive ability for, or correlation between the behaviors of police with regard to uses of force. 
which is just mind blowing to me because you're not studying the police, you're studying the community in which the police operates, right? The other study that was very interesting was a kind of test they ran with what sounded like a course where there would be individuals kind of drawn up, sounded like cardboard cutouts or something like that. You can listen to the episode if you want the full scoop. Uh, uh, and some of the cutouts were people that were identified, you know, were supposed to represent people who are dangerous, kind of criminals or violent criminals, and the others were supposed to be victims. And they ran people through this course and made them make snap decisions about who to shoot and who not to. So they gave them a, you know, a, a weapon for the simulation. I don't think it was an actual firearm. Maybe it was, but it's, it wasn't a live combat situation on the street. It was a simulation. And people's implicit bias kind of made them react more, I guess, favorably and like make less mistakes to hit white victims than black victims, something along those lines. Basically, implicit attitudes negatively played out for people of color, kind of as it always seems to do, right? Uh, but what was interesting is that Lots of people went through the simulation and the people who seemed to perform the best to not hit the wrong targets were actually police officers, which makes sense because they train a ton to know who to shoot and to neutralize a, a dangerous situation, right? Like they're, they're trained in how not to hit innocent victims, right? If they are in a firefight situation, um, which is interesting. Right. And, you know, part of the explanation that was talked about in the episode for that study, and this is what really made me think of, of the situation in the, the kitchen with my son and the knife. Right. So I had this impulse decision and in a way I was, it wasn't a racial implicit bias, but I have this preconceived uh, path of how or preconceived process of how I react in a situation when my kid goes for a knife. It's a preemptive, basically involuntary response. And I overreact, right? I didn't really do the quote right thing, or at least what I think is the right way to react to that situation. And the similar model or, or setup happens in implicit bias in other contexts like policing, you know, people make decisions using implicit bias that they don't even realize in how they treat people and how they use force on the street, whatever, right? Because in a super panic situation, when you can't really think and use what you are kind of more trained to do, I guess, in the case of a police officer, you still make mistakes. You still make the wrong decision in situations where your your gut is making a decision and your muscle memory is making a decision and not your conscious thought. So what's the solution here? I think in, in policing uh, and racial bias, generally, not just within policing, we can either learn how to become less implicitly biased or we can learn to not make decisions using 
our snap judgments. We can learn to think more slowly and actually think logically and explicitly about a decision rather than doing it from our, our muscle memory where our implicit bias comes into play. And the problem is, I guess, as it happens, it's really, really hard to change implicit bias. There's all this talk about kind of diversity training and bias training and these sorts of things. But what they were talking about in this episode is those things are very difficult to change. You could be like the scholar who kind of started this implicit attitudes test stuff was saying that she has an implicit bias and she works in this field and actively tries to disarm her bias and she still has implicit bias. So really there's this decision um, to train ourselves to not be biased or learn to make decisions less implicitly because we know that when we make decisions based on an implicit bias, we often make a different one than we would if we were thinking more explicitly. And I don't know the right answer, but I think it's worth thinking slowly about, I guess you could say. And uh, if you're interested in, in any of, of these links, I have certainly uh, included them in the show notes. Hey, it's Neil. Thanks for listening to this episode. And uh, what's what's funny is right after I stopped recording this episode, I, I thought about another option for solving this problem of dealing with implicit bias. And in my case, with the standing mixer and making a cake, you know, maybe I could learn to be less stressed out about knives. Maybe I could learn to think slow. But perhaps even a better solution is to just move the knives away from wherever I'm cooking with a two-and-a-half-year-old. Um, but that's uh, perhaps a meta point. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Please send me any any thoughts you have. Uh, leave me a voice note. In the, and there's a memo, memo tool to do that uh, linked in the show notes. And I'll uh, also definitely put a link to some of the things that I referenced, uh, like the Hidden Brain episode. And uh, just a question to leave you with thinking about today is, where are some places and circumstances where, against your will, you're asked to make snap rapid judgments? Uh, I think that's something I'm going to be thinking about. thought you might be interested in thinking about that too. And thanks again for listening. And until next time, be well.